another day, another FPL pod. Jack, how are you? Welcome back to the country. Thanks, Josh. Yep, had a nice little little break, little trip to Miami. Uh, didn't go and see into Miami, Beckham's team. They weren't playing, mm-hmm. so saw the Miami Heat instead. They were good. Um, and yeah, really well, feeling refreshed, feeling good, bit of a tan, back in cold, cold, sunny England. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, good. Nothing to report. No, you know, Miami level adventures, just chilling, killing. I heard as well that you still kept your ear to the ground and watched the Prem games and was still tracking FPL. So to do, uh, for those TikTok followers that we have many, you'll have seen me talking from uh, Miami Beach about FPL. So, you know, you can't escape it. No matter how far you fly, you can't escape the addiction. <laughs> Mr. Um, Worldwide. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I managed to watch the... It was like a rubbish game as well. I think it was like Everton-Burnley. Oh, just yeah. a terrible game. But some little bar in Miami was... This like football-themed bar was showing it. And yeah, it was good. Um, they showed the Champions League as well. So yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Um, but Josh, it's been two game weeks, hasn't it, since we last spoke? I suppose we've yeah. just missed a week. Selfishly, me going on holiday. We didn't do a pod uh, after game week thirty-one. So I guess we yeah. very, very quickly touch how we did there, and then focus on how we've just done on on game week thirty-two, because that's what the listeners will be desperate to hear. So, how did you get on in thirty-one? Sorry, I know we haven't discussed this. I'm just throwing this on you. <laughs> I'm suddenly like, okay. How did you get on in game week 23, Josh? What? <laughs> uh, so 31 for me came in with 43 points. Um, it was a bit of a, you know, meh. That was the game week. Doherty kind of saved me there with 40. It was a rubbish week when it really was. It was a rubbish week. For me, I've last mm. two have been terrible. But, you know, that was the week where kind of Kane got an assist and then the kind of, Roberts Verkhorst just blanks from mm. across the board almost. Martinelli Barnes, Saka, Douglas Luis on for me. Um, oh, I feel bad taking you back to this, Josh. I'm sorry. Yeah. So just Grim. bad, bad, bad. So not a lot to report for me there for game week. What was that 31? Please go back to yours and do yours so I can. Mine was oh, crap as well, man. That's, I mean, the reason I was watching that Everton Burnley game, because I was, you know, it was a part of my big three-week plan. The first part was to bring in Roberts and Tarkowski um, because Burnley doubled, of course, in this week and they got a point per game each. So thank you very much. Tark and Roberts, absolutely pointless. Bench my Brighton defenders that got a lot more. So thank you very much for that. And they've continued to be awful in game week 32. So back back to you. 32 is just finished. How have you got on? Not much better. 43 oh, points for me with a red arrow. You've leapfrogged me. We're doing a little every few, every three game weeks. We're just glad you said it. Now. Glad you said it. But damn yes, it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> 43. <laughs> what went wrong then, Josh, this week? What's happened? Just, you know, not a lot went right, I guess. Like things like Doherty, you know, coming off injured, only, only one point for me there. Um, I was tripled up on Arsenal and obviously they didn't have a, a great game like Saka, Martinelli and Ramsdale for me. They're just doing absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, brought in Mateta for Dennis, um, just trying to mix things up a little bit. And I liked the fixtures that they had for this game weekend, you know, the one coming. Um, 
and he looked good and like passed the eye test a little bit. He's been doing okay, not mm. lightning form, but um, yeah, he blanked. So that was a, another little bit of a rubbish move. And then Veghorst yeah. and Barnes, two that I've brought in, you know, in game weeks not long before that in preparation for this little spell. I just think made a poor choice with Barnes. He just gets Madison's the odd benching, the doesn't he, Barnes? Yeah, he, we'll talk about the Leicester assets for this week. But Barnes just does randomly get benched now and then, doesn't he? It's it's weird. I hate him. I hate him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the kind of the story. It was. Uh, yeah, you got the captain. Came, came, right. came in good, but yeah, yeah my uh, my best captaincy choice that I could have had personally, but was obviously having that son, um, you know, envy and still mm. got it because he is killing it but what about yeah. you 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 leapfrog me so tell yeah, the story had a bit of a better week again but without like you said without having without son you feel like you kind of have missed the boat a little bit well if you miss you don't have the highest scoring player of the game week who's pretty highly owned you feel like oh what could have been don't you but i can't really complain 65 points um thanks to kane captain like you rafinha and the my, my Spurs boy Kulu Kulusevski, he's been a dream for me since I signed him. Um, and then yeah, six pointer from Mendy and Cancelo with the assist uh, as well, and obviously Salah as well with the assist. So yeah, pretty happy really. I'm the highest I've ever been actually this season, three two nine k. So nothing to really write home about, but it's nice to be the highest you've ever been at this stage, isn't it? So it's kind of trajectory wise, it means I'm going in the right direction, but. Um, Still not where I want to be, but I guess that these kind of slimy, more risky plays are kind of paying off for me a bit more as uh, as we go forward. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, keep doing it. Go with the risky plays. Keep going. Keep risking. Keep risking. Um, so, yeah. So, speaking of risking, we've Ooh. got a weird game week coming up here, Joshy boy. We've got a very weird one. It's both a blank and a double. So very rare these happens, but uh, tell me who's blanking and who's doubling. Uh, so I'll say, like, actually, it seems like it's rare to have a, a normal game week, almost. But yeah, you're True. right. A blank and a double were spoiled this week. So the blank blank teams are Villa. Don't have a game, Jack. Sorry about that. Thank God, Your beloved Villa. Thank God for that. We've run a, you need a, run break. a terrible form. Four <laughs> losses in a row. Dean Smith got fired for five losses in a row. So everyone's like, well, if we lose Don't to Leicester, to Stevie. Stevie, get out. Don't do yeah. that to Stevie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Villa blank, Leeds blank, after you know they've been kind of turning the corner a bit recently. Mm. Wolves blank as well. So they're the three teams that are blanking. And then we've got a host of doubles. Yeah. Um, do you want to shoot through them, Jack? Sure, sure. Uh, so we've got Arsenal, Southampton and Chelsea. Burnley play West Ham and Southampton. Brighton, Tottenham Man City, a tricky one. Leicester, Newcastle, Everton. Man United have Norwich and Liverpool. Newcastle have Leicester and Palace. And Southampton have Arsenal and Burnley. So right off the bat, I would say it's not a, it's not a tantalising array of teams, is it, that, that have doubles this week. There's some gems in there, but the big boys... Well, Liverpool, City, Chelsea are nowhere to be seen, are they? Exactly. And the, the thing that I was looking at in preparation for the pod today was those teams in particular, recent form. And you'll notice straight away that in terms of results, which I know doesn't tell the whole story for FPL, but in terms of results, Southampton, Burnley and Brighton have some of the worst form in the whole of the Premier League at the moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, you're like, well, do you want any assets? And this comes back to that, like, is a double better than a single when you look at how some teams and players have done in, in these weeks gone by. But I don't, as a burn, as a, a manager who's had like double and sometimes triple Burnley because of this, yeah. oh, they've got loads of fixtures. It's brutal. Um, yeah, just that's one thing. I could turn back the clock, I wouldn't go anywhere near them. Yeah, I think I think with Burnley, I've really misjudged how bad of a miss Ben Mee is for them in defence. Like yeah. he's clearly their talisman captain. Not having him, I think, has really hampered them. And I've really regret. I should have seen that back when I was like loaded up on these horrendous defenders. Um, so yeah, and I don't know what the word is on him. I think he was out last time we spoke, wasn't he? I don't think he's. I'm not sure if he's any close. And that could relegate them, couldn't it? That could send them down. Yeah. And, um, and so then Brighton, we... that's just mm. like, sorry, I want mini rant about Brighton. No, rant, rant Talk about the beach, but in terms of sand, that's the desert. Like, they're just, they're, they're wow. terrible. They had a quite good game week 32, didn't they? No, sorry, yeah. 30, 31, they did well, because I benched Sanchez and Cucurella for that, and they just beat Arsenal. So I feel like they are, I know what you mean. They Maybe are beached. It's because I expect, we expect a lot of them now. What I expect. Yeah, I mean, they should have been pushing for Europe, shouldn't they, with their first half of the season? But they're yeah. just they're just mid table, aren't they? Comfortable. Um, so shall we, Josh? Shall we go through each of the doubling teams? Maybe that's the best way to do it. And say, would we go for any of their players really in this week? And if so, who? Or should we just avoid them? And you're better off sticking with sticking with the singlers. And maybe at the end, we talk about which singlers to say you're on a free hit, which I know a lot of people are, or if you've saved a couple of transfers like I have, and you're looking to build as many doubles as you, as you can, which single players should you stick with um, this week? So maybe that's a good way to do it. I like it. I like it. Good. So Arsenal, Josh, they've got Southampton away and Chelsea away. They've stuttered a bit lately. What's your view on uh, on them? Well, you've summed it up perfectly. They have started part of the season where I guess Arsenal fans are really hoping they'd kick on and they have they have stuttered and stumbled. And I think they didn't have Ramsdale for a bit. He's come back now and they're still, you know, leaking goals. And I find it really difficult to say who is the best option in the midfield and attack. Like Laka seems to be like passes the eye test great at linking up play and everything, but he just isn't that much of a threat. And then Saka, you know, Martinelli and Odegaard just seems to be t- like passing the baton in terms of game weeks of doing mm. really well and then doing nothing for a while. Um, and then you throw into the mix that Martinelli is being, you know, um, rotated quite a bit with Odegaard because uh, of that position. So really, because of all of that, I wouldn't pick any defenders or have Ramsdale got myself but I wouldn't recommend them because of where they are right now and the midfield and attack because because of those reasons just mentioned uh, Saka's the most nailed and is probably as much of a threat as Odegaard and Martinelli so probably pick him but I'm not in love with the idea No, they've really gone out of vogue haven't they a few weeks ago everyone was like I wish I had Ramsdale get Ben White Saka Odegaard Laka Martinelli, but yeah, I mean, I've never been fully, I can't remember who, which pundit it was, but they were like, right, they're really good when they're considered to be out of the running, 
then they do well and that then they're favorites to get top four and as soon as they're favorites they bottle it um so i think that's what we're seeing they just don't want it they get there and they don't want it so yeah a lot of young players maybe they're struggling with the pressure i don't know but i've got saka i think if you've got arsenal players keep them for sure and play them um but i do agree maybe not don't take a hit to bring them in or don't really bring them in. Even Lacazette, even though there aren't many strikers, I think you're better off using a transfer elsewhere with him. Like one goal in 2022, is it, for Lacazette? I mean... Yeah, it's just not... The eye test doesn't matter. Like, we need you need returns eventually, don't mm. you? That's the whole... We went through that whole thing with King earlier on the season, didn't we? Um, yeah. Where he was just getting the underlying stats, but you need points. Um, and he's just not no. getting enough. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Well, that's Arsenal. Um, Burnley. Burnley then, Josh. They've got West Ham away and Southampton at home. Not the worst fixtures. Um, They are fighting for their lives, which, again, is why I thought they'd be quite good to get, but hasn't transpired that way. You said you've got two Burnley assets. Are you going to get rid of Are you thinking of maybe even ditching them for this week or not? Yeah, Burnley have burned me basically nice. so i'm just i don't i you know when you reach that point as a manager where it doesn't matter what the stats say objectively i can't i can't be objective when it comes to them now emotionally they hurt me emotional damage i want to i want to get them out so yeah. um i and i can't think of a reason why people bring them in apart from the fixtures but the, mm. the fact that they've got doubles but like you pointed out they're getting single points anyway, so it's uh, honestly. I can't see why you'd you'd pick any of them. If I'm honest. Yeah, I agree. I think steer fully clear. Like Weghorst, what a joke he's been. Um, Cornet, like the only thing is Cornet and Rodriguez. I think are quite good, but you just don't know if they're going to start. I'm sure they'll get game time because they need their attacking players to do things, but. It's just not worth, again, a bit like Lacquer. It's just not worth that transfer, I don't think, for this week with them. It's forced, isn't it? Like, we're talking about them because they've got a double. But yeah, we would not talk about them in any conversation of general terms. Who do you want? Um, yeah. And therefore, none of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad I've got to play. I mean, Roberts didn't even play last week, so I don't know what he's going to do for me this week. But... I just, yeah, what what's happened to them? I mean, I won't miss them if they go down, frankly. I quite like having a little northern plucky team in there that survived despite spending no money, and I quite like Sean Dice, but I'm not going to miss them if they, yeah. if they drop. Nah. Um, let's move on. Burnley are depressing us, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Brighton, you've already slagged them off. Do you want to say anything more? Yeah, again, maybe that was a bit too emotional for me because you're right. They had three losses on the bounce, didn't they? And then, you know, they had the draw and, and then the um, the win, as you said. But I still think it's a, that isn't exactly like groundbreaking form. Um, and they've always been that team, haven't they, where they, they haven't had massive threat going forward. And if they're leaking goals like they kind of have been or leaking more goals than they were early on in the season, you know, where, where do you want to invest like, for them? Um, I guess Trossard is, you know, still one of those, uh, one of the basic their talisman, isn't he, going forward? So maybe him, but I just don't have a lot of confidence 
in any, in any of them really and they're actually when you look at their kind of the two like Tottenham away Tottenham are the in the informed team in the Premier League at the moment sure and then City like and I think City the fixtures are, everyone in front of them the fixtures are despicable aren't they finally for Brighton I think that's what if Brighton had Burnley's fixtures I'd be like hmm maybe bring a defender yes, in but I'm stuck with Cucurella and Sanchez and I'm going to have to play them but I'm not expecting anything. If I get four points each, I'll be happy. You know, if they concede yeah. one goal again, I don't think that'll happen either. But um, especially against City, I think they're going to get demolished. And City are going to be still raring to go because of that Liverpool draw, aren't they? So, yeah, I'd avoid Brighton if you're bringing them in. But again, I think with any of these teams, we should just caveat and say, if you've got the players you should probably just play them, no matter how bad they look. If they're Burnley, Brighton, Arsenal defenders, you've just got to play them, haven't you? In the double. Yeah. But it's whether you should bring them in is is what we're debating really here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and really, the first three, Arsenal, Burnley, Brighton, it's no, no, no. <laughs> so let's yeah, see if anyone's worth bringing in. A hold, um, but definitely not a, a yeah. buyer. So if, this is probably our first really interesting one, Leicester City, Josh. Um, you brought Barnes in, anticipating this, presumably. Thoughts on him slash the other players? I mean, he's he's been, yeah, he's been a bit disappointing for me, but, you know, you look at this double, that's a great, great double for them. You know, Newcastle away, Everton away. It's lovely, yeah. Two teams that will need to play and come out, and that's probably good for Leicester because their defence hasn't been great. But their attacks looking a bit better recently. Mm. Um, I made the mistake of when I brought in Barnes, it was a kind of a toss-up between him and Maddie. And I think now it's pretty clear that Madison is the better pick um, in, in current form. People might look at, like, say, it was a Dewsbury Hall with the last game. And look, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and look, but I think um, such a small sample of like Dewsbury Hall's gone off on like one game, basically. Um, so I think Madison is is the better one, more the more consistent pick. And you'd say that from the start of the season, wouldn't you? Like it was kind of Madison and Vardy are the go-to. Um, and because Vardy's not there now, if Madison's on the pitch, she's the main man. Yeah, I mean, they're strikers. With with them still in this weird Europa Conference League, Ian Acho is still being rotated, it looks like. So Dakar and Ian Acho, I wouldn't, I'm not sure who I'd go for there. And Lukman could play forward as well. So yeah, I would say... Madison is the man. I'm going to bring him in this week, I think. Uh, potentially captain him, going with my wild differential times. So, yeah, I think Madison's a great pick, actually. I think he's really picked up his form the last sort of month or so. And, yeah, he looked good. Could have easily had a penalty as well uh, at the weekend. And, yeah, Barnes, I'm just scared of Barnes. I'm just scared of his rotation, which you suffered from this week. I'm just, I do like him when he's on the pitch. I don't know why he doesn't play more. There's obviously something there that Rogers doesn't like. But yeah, I think Madison is a great, great pick here, personally. Um, and Schme- I think uh, Schmeichel is a good goalie to have. He does make a lot of saves and there could be clean sheets here. Yeah, he's forced to make those saves, isn't he? Exactly. 100%. Think- Their defense, defenders are crap, aren't they? Yeah. But, yeah. We'll see. Good. All right, so Leicester gets a thumbs up from us for Madison. I think that sums that up. Yeah. So we got one player in, Josh, out of four teams so far. Great. Good start. And I don't think I'm going to be picking anyone from this team either. Man United, they've got Norwich at home and then Liverpool away. So top and bottom of the table for United. 
is that Norwich fixture good enough to tempt you with any of their players? Not really. And the, the main reason behind that is not because, you know, playing Norwich isn't enticing. It's because the only players that I would want to bring in are the, probably the most expensive and they're not playing well enough to, to warrant that price tag. Um, so like the kind of Brunos or, or Ronaldos. Um, and that's really based on, you know, their caliber, not recent form. Um, they're just too expensive to bring in for one double game week and then probably won't want to pass that. Mm. But they're just kind of, well, United have been disappointing, haven't they? Uh, and, and their kind of underlying stats back that as well. And I'm looking at actually just brought up the stats right now since the beginning of, Mar- of March. So that's kind of five game weeks, um, four matches for United. They have the lowest XG of all teams in the Premier League since the God. end of March to now. God, that's um, awful. It's just shocking. It's a, an XG over four games for them. So they've played less, less games than some teams, but 3.04. They're terrible, it's aren't terrible. they? You love to see it. You do love to see <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, I think, yeah, they are... I mean, my my big master plan, it shows how quickly it changes because it's all gone up in smoke. The two Burnley defenders were terrible. My next move was going to be Ryan Fraser in. He can do one now because he's not yeah. playing. And then the final move was to get Ronaldo in. Um, but I, he's, I just don't want him at all now after that. A, that performance, and B, that petulant swipe at the old camera okay. for the kid. Yeah. It was just, he's just such an embarrassment, I think. Yeah, that's just not acceptable. I know you love him, but I think well, he's atrocious. I his behaviour, like that, he is. It's petulance, as you said. Mm. Like it's that kind of bite and fight when they're they're very good. You you call it kind of arrogance and flair, that kind of imprecise. Mm. But that kind of behaviour is just not. not yeah, it's not a winner's it? mentality to behave like that when you're losing. I don't think. No, you know that's a difference between. You can be a good winner and a and a good loser, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like being competitive is different to being a bad loser. And he's just yeah. not. I mean, I don't blame him for being miserable there. I don't think he's the really the problem on the pitch personally for them. I think the rest of the team is, but you can't act like that. And, no. and you kind of get the impression that that is not going that's not going to reflect well on how he's going to do well going forward, if you know what I mean. Like, that isn't going to be, that's not the response that you wanted from him. Yeah, of course, he's a winner and he's upset, but he's not challenging it well, is he? Like, that's exactly. Bad. Yeah, and I wonder if he'll even play in these next games. You just don't know with him. He was like pointing at his injury before the yeah, album, wasn't injured. he? He'll be injured. Yeah, yeah. He might be. Yeah, he's had a few of those, hasn't he? Yeah. So, although you'd think he'd want to play in that Norwich game, it's yeah. um it's just that Norwich game that's still slightly tempting me. But um any of the United players, I mean Rashford got a run out and actually looked all right. That had a couple of chances. Sancho, Again, it's not enough. Bruno. It's not enough, is it? Nah. Especially at their price tags, because they're all yeah. you know, are all like premiums or you know, just the tier below. So yeah, okay, uh, they're not yeah. punts, are they? They're no. they'd rejig your whole team levels. I mean, if I was, if I we'll talk about this in a minute. If I was on a free hit for this week, and I was saying, well, yeah, it's a free hit, so you wouldn't need to wild card them out. I'd maybe consider it with um, with one of them, maybe Bruno. But as I'm not, 
I just nope. It's nope. a no from me, Clive. It's a no from me. Sorry, United. You were close, but you've blown it the last couple. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, interesting one, Newcastle. So they've got Leicester and Palace, both home games. Feel good factor around St James's. Uh, you tempted by anyone? Yeah, I, mean, I think they're looking better. And not amazing by any stretch of the imagination, but I think like they're looking way better than they were, and they've got that like kind of fire in their bellies a little bit. You can see it, and I do think it makes a difference with Newcastle at home. You know, mm. it's a great stadium, and I think they get bouncing a bit, especially with mm. the you know the fact that they're in a good position now. They really have something to fight for. Um, both games are at home. Leicester one haven't had a great kind of X, XGA in in the last five game weeks. So I would not be surprised if Newcastle score against them. Um, and then Palace have been, you know, you'd say quite, quite good. So that's not a great fixture for Newcastle really. I, but I don't know who I'd want from that Newcastle team. Cause like you said, the, the big ones were like Trippier earlier in the season before his injury. And then, you know, Frazier was great for a bit and now has kind of dropped off. So like, who, who do you want? Like Sam wow. Maximan, but he hasn't really been, you know, no. amazing, amazing. So I, I think wild, wild punt is sent Max, but I think Chris Wood is a good shout and I think I might get him in. I think he's got his goal at St. James's now. He got a dis- another disallowed goal and they're just playing generally better. And I think he's, um, I think he's the man. He's the highest XG of the, over the last month and a half of any doubling player. So any player in these doubling teams, he's got the highest XG. So that makes me tempted, really, with him. Um, it's not amazing, but none of these teams have amazing players, I don't think, in terms of goal scoring. So, so yeah, yeah, I like... Of course, and, you know, and Ronaldo. Of course, yeah, those guys. But I think <laughs> those guys are... I think Chris Wood is a... The stars have kind of aligned for him, and I've got that feeling about him, you know, that just that feeling of, okay you know, this is the moment for him. That's kind of how I feel. So I think I'm going to get him. And I think a defender isn't a bad shout. Dan Dan Burns actually got the highest XG out of defenders that are doubling. Uh, and yeah, exactly. And Shah's pretty good as well. Gets a yeah. goal now and then. So I think, yeah, if you're looking for a defender, I don't think Newcastle are a bad shout. So that's my opinion on Newcastle. Some Good. other players to recommend. We only had one before that. Oh, no, yeah, it's not looking great. <laughs> uh, and then it's not ending on a high, really, with Southampton, Arsenal and Burnley, uh, are their fixtures. I think a lot of us might be stuck with a Broger or a Shea Adams like me, but um, there might be a few Ward Prowses knocking about. Good to keep and play, but would you bring any of those in? Um. It's annoying because Ward Prowse is one of those ones where you're like, he's nailed. He's obviously got great caliber as captain, but it's just that thing of he only really scores free kicks yeah. and pops up to from set pieces. Like he's you know great with set pieces, but I just no one's really smashing it mm. for that team for that that could really stand out. So he's a he's a safe pick, not a sexy pick. Um, Very true, and. Apart from that, it's like, where do you kind of go? Livy hasn't been really doing it. Like, Walker Peters look, has looked all right recently. Um, but mm. like Southampton as a team haven't been great with that form that we were talking about before. So, yeah, just they just randomly get battered twice a year, don't they? It's so strange. 
they're the seems to be the only team that capitulate like that. It's very odd. Very yeah. odd, which makes me defensively, I just want to stay stay away. Like like you say, Livramento was great early on, wasn't he? But seems to have lost a bit of spark. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. in summary, Josh, we've just gone through all the all the eight doubling teams. And I think we've only really highlighted maybe one from Newcastle and one from Leicester. Was that Madison and Wood? Or maybe a defender yeah. from Newcastle. And that's basically it, really. Maybe yeah. Saka from Arsenal. But that sums it up, doesn't it? I mean, that I guess that leads me on to the next question of if you had a free hit, if you still had a free hit left, would you free hit in this week? Um, well, it always depends on what else you've got. So if you've got free hit and other chips, you've really got to think about, okay, you're running out of opportunities to use them now. Mm. Um, so if you only had a free hit left, then, and you didn't have your bench boost or triple cap or whatever, then, then I'd maybe save it for, you know, what's looking like a 36 or maybe even the 37. Mm. Um, but there is the argument that the teams that are doubling this week, you probably won't own a lot of assets, maybe. Mm. So maybe you can bring them in. But then to counter that, it the argument is, well, they're not going to be high scoring, maybe. Mm. because There's a reason not. you don't own those assets. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I think if you've only got that, maybe there's a better 36 is maybe a better shout or 37. Because yeah. as you said, when we went through it now, just nothing is taking your fancy. So I think you'd probably stress yourself out trying to pick the, the you know the team because you don't know who you'd want to bring in. Yeah, I, I wouldn't use it either. I really wouldn't use it. Even if you've only got a couple of doubling players, we've just gone through there. There's only a couple that are even worth having. So maybe transfer one or two of them in and then roll with, you know, you've got any Liverpool player, all the Spurs players that are red hot at the moment, your City players, you know, it's, I mean, the only thing would be if you've got a lot of, if you've got a few Villa, Leeds and Wolves players who are blanking and say you can't field an 11, then maybe it's a different, different case, isn't it? So a lot of people have Rafinha, maybe a Ramsey or Coutinho, um, maybe a Wolves defender. So that's the only time I'd be like, okay, maybe I would play the free hit there just to, just to field a, a full team. But, but yeah, I mean, in terms, just to round off the discussion on on the doubles, Josh, the single singular players, do, would you would you definitely start any single game week player over a doubler? Say you had say you had a doubling eleven, but you've got Kane and Salah as well. Would you play Kane and Salah? Kane, yes, for sure. And Son, yes, for sure. Right. And City assets, if you've got confidence in starting like KDB, yes, against Brighton. But you're sceptical um, of Salah over United. The only reason I'm sceptical of, of Salah is, one, it is United. And I think they'll get up for it. United will get up for it no matter what, even though it's at home for Liverpool. Um, and Salah has taken a downturn in... Mm in form and that isn't just in returns of points that is underlying stats yeah so his shots and opportunities have gone down i mean great assist for for Mane against city but for large parts of that game he went missing and there were maybe it's the expectancy level that we put against him but he wasn't taking on and beating people like he normally does like skinning people left right and center um and actually, Cancelo did really well against him, I thought, to, to mark him. And even when he got past him, you know, there was great cover. So 
I just think that he's not on it like he was earlier on the year. And so it's worth keeping an eye on. Um, I wouldn't have as much confidence as, as usual. But mm. but what do you think outside of Spurs, Liverpool and City? Are there any other players or teams that you're like, yeah, I'd start them over the doubles? Outside of them, I can't really think of any really, to be honest. Um, maybe Chelsea, actually. If you've got the Mason Mounts. I mean, they've got, I think they'll beat Arsenal. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think if I had a Chelsea asset, I'd play them. But just on Salah, yeah, I'm going to play him still, I think. I don't think I'd bench him. Um, if I had all doublers, I, I probably wouldn't play him over a doubler, but I've got in a position where I have to play some singlers. I think Salah, I'd play Salah over, say, Kulisevsky, who I've got. So that's the decision I have. Um, Would he be in your free hit team if you had one? Oh, good question. Uh, no. No, I, I, th- I thought that would be the answer. It kind of yeah. tells the story, doesn't it? But really? that's because I'd be stupid and load up on like United assets. <laughs> that's not not necessarily a good answer. Fred, just the temp- Fred. if I was free hitting the yeah, the Fred Tomine, you've got to get him in, look, Fred. But the yeah, where, if it was a free hit, I would um, I would ditch him, yeah, and I might ditch him going forward into the doubles going forward. But we'll see if he doesn't pick up his form. The last time he played United. I remember we watched it together at our friend Tom's, didn't we? And they, he just absolutely ran and ragged. He was incredible. So let's hope he can do that switch again. On. Yeah, I, he yeah. will return again this season. Mm-hmm. It's just he's not in that form where he was getting double digits like every week. He must be knackered, to be fair to him. Yeah. I mean, he's played nonstop all year. Then he's had the AFCON situation and then the playoff situation that must have just drained him. Emotionally as well. Both by Mane. <laughs> God damn it, Manny. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, cool. Right. I think we've covered that, Josh. I think we've covered the doubles Lovely. nicely there. Very good. Very good. Lovely. Um, did you want to, I mean, we've kind of touched on chip strategy, really. Um, we've You made a good TikTok about planning ahead for 36 and 37. Did you want to just touch on that? Yeah. So it was really looking at um, which team double in both um and it was it's actually quite you know kind of small number of teams that double in both so it's chelsea villa mm. everton and i think the last one i'm trying to remember who's got this uh, it's leicester isn't it yeah. um and so those are the kind of four teams that if you don't have a wild card and you're kind of coming up with some strategy to bring in those players drip drip those players into your team from now to 36 then you know those four teams are ones that you can have faith that will you know double back to back in 36 37 um but everton like do you want to bring anyone in burnley uh, sorry uh, villa as well it's a bit because they had the blank 33 you probably don't want to do anything before sure. now yeah um and then obviously there are teams probably in their own right that double in 36 that you may want to bring them in and then just make the transfer between the two so it was just to highlight those four teams um but it's not uh cut and dried because of like the villa blank and everton being rubbish in form so um but it, the other point i was going to ask you is we've covered ship strategy but if you have a wild card left like i do a lot of people do when would your optimal time be to play that now um, I'm assuming it would be taking into account that 36, 37. Um, but when would you do it? 
Yeah, I've been thinking about this because I've got one as well. And it's either going to be in 34 or 35 because obviously you can't play one um, and play the chip. But then if you don't have another chip, so you don't have the bench boost or triple captain that you'd want to play in 36, say, then probably better off wildcard in, in 36 so you can just get that. You'll have the up-to-date information and you can pick the best 11 based on that information. But because I want to play the bench boost in 36, I'll be doing it maybe 34 or maybe 35. But I, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know the optimal time, really. I'll prob- What I'll probably do is build out my ideal team for 36 and see how that team compares to my current team in, in 34 um, fixture-wise and then just pull the trigger if it's favourable. Um, you know, getting in those Chelsea Chelsea players that I'm looking at will be will be nice. Um, but yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one. What what do you think? Yeah, when I first took a look at it, I like the idea of doing it in 35, and that's because it looks like a, some of the teams that you want to bring players in for, like the Villa, who've got the double double, and um, Chelsea, for example, they've got, actually got decent fixtures in 35. Right. Right. So, you know, Villa have got Norwich in 35. So, great. You know, mm. double up, maybe triple up, depending upon how they're doing, obviously. Yeah. If we've lost that five in a row, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. But I mean, and I like the idea that it's close enough to 36 that, you know, you, you it's not two game weeks away. So, if there's injuries yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like someone formally drops or they don't, they don't start. Um, but again, I don't, I don't think there's, too much in it if you did it in 34 35 um yeah. but just that 35 because it seems to line up with some of those teams having good fixtures good research um, good research i haven't even looked yet so yeah i'll probably do that um it's always hard to say talk about chips isn't it because everyone's different yeah um but yeah i think that's a good if you've got your bench boost left then then definitely play it in, or triple capture then i'd definitely play in 36 but with the free hit thing, if you've still got a free hit, which I don't think we do, but if you do have one, I would avoid using it in 33 and I would use it in 37. So get your optimal doubling team in 36, then free hit in that 37 to get another team of 11 doubles. I think that would be really powerful. And I wish I had my free hit left to do that because I squandered mine. So, yeah, but... I think, yeah, generally that's what people will be doing and that's the, the best strategy, I think, for the running. Yeah, big time. But I mean, we're actually running out of game weeks now, aren't we? So um, there's yeah. going to be less less kind of um, number of options or permutations you could actually pick from. Yeah. Um, so that seems like the best one. I like yeah. it. Very good. Very good. Okay, let's round it off then, Josh, with your plans for 33, so transfers and captaincy. You've had two bad weeks. What are you going to do to to fix it? Mm, good. Yeah, good, good, good. I think what I need to do is bring in as many kind of decent doublers from this week. And it's really the two that you've highlighted already. So I had my on Maddie, which would mean I'll be doubled up for, for Leicester with Barnes and Maddie. Nice. Um, and wood you, didn't sound, made... you didn't sound too sold on wood earlier. You did, or Newcastle no, generally. I know where you're coming from, and I think he's he's um, he's definitely worth a look. And when when you're looking at kind of the other Newcastle fixtures as well, they've got a bit of a 
a nasty patch when you get to 35 but the next three you know Leicester Leicester Palace um in, in this in this double and then Norwich in 34 that's mm. good but then they've got Liverpool City Arsenal um I mean wild wild them out of there wild card wild, them the hell out yeah. wild horses getting well um, yeah <laughs> so yeah maybe for the maybe for this three that's the perfect time to bring them in because you know, it feels Crazy just to bring him for Norwich next week if if you don't wildcard, for example. Yeah. Um, so who would you ditch? Would you get to just say goodbye to your recently acquired Mateta? Well, Mateta's got this week to to figure that out. I mean, what's really well, hang annoying? On. He's got is, this, but this is for. I might get confused. This would be the double, right? Oh, for this this one. Oh yeah, I know. I know what you mean now. So um, would you bring Chris Wood in for this double? Is what I'm asking. And if so, oh, who would no. you ditch? No, I because um, Palace have got Newcastle, so actually I think that's a decent fixture for me. Uh, okay, so um, you stick there. Okay, so I'd probably stick with him, and the other one I'd probably look to get out maybe would be Veghorst. So yeah, it might just be a direct getting out. It feels painful to do that, but I've been burned so much by the the burn by the Burnley assets that I might just get a double out for a double, um, and keep Mateta for the single. I think Mateta may, I've got, I think it's likely to me, it seems more likely that Mateta will outscore Berghorst, which I know sounds crazy. No, it doesn't sound crazy. I mean, Berghorst hauled off on 55 minutes, you know. I don't think it guarantees he even starts. The Burnley, I'm probably really. biased there, as, as I said, just like, just a hate the Burnley assets. Yeah, so, um, you got your shiny new toy in Mateta, don't you? You don't want to get rid of it. It's never, it never feels nice bringing one in and then ditching up again, no. does it? It's never a no. good thing. It's a failure. Feels like a yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> um, Gotta back back yourself. Um, so that's that's those. If I did that, um, if I brought in Maddie, and then that would take me up to seven doublers, um, which isn't bad at all. Um, yeah, um, I'd be happy with seven, and I wouldn't want to push it anymore because, as we said, there isn't anyone that's good that would keep for the following week, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. um, anyone else outside of those two? So yeah. Cool. Definitely Maddie, maybe someone else. Cool. And what about captaincy? Captaincy is the tough one. Um, if Maddie came in, I think I'd be looking at him maybe. I'd like Barnes, yeah. but then obviously because of what's going on with him recently, I think Maddie is the better one. I, sorry, I should say I like Leicester. And so if Maddie came in, I think he's he's a good choice. Outside of him, I think maybe it's a single, it's a single player who might be best. And that's either Son or Kane. Don't have Sun, so I might just stick Kane. it on Kane. Yeah, I think a lot of people will do that. Sun and Kane again. Yeah, he's just yeah. in electric form, and I think yeah, they are. They uh, both are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, looking at the stats, I think the last six games again, um, in terms of goals scored, Tottenham in the last six games scored twenty-one goals. The next best is Chelsea, who scored fifteen. Like, yeah, that's wild. The gap is huge. That is crazy. You're making me rethink that. But yeah, it can always change up, can it? It feels crazy backing a single singular, but they are that good at the moment. Yeah, they are. I just can't resist it. I just can't resist <laughs> the double. No matter how bad they are, as it showed with my Burnley defenders, I just yeah, but, but it really is slim pickings, isn't it? But what's the it plan? Is. What are you gonna do? Yeah, so I'm going to do, yeah, kind of alluded to it. So I'm going to ditch, get Rafinha Blanca out for Madison. Yeah. And then get uh, Dennis. God bless you, Dennis. You've been with me through thick and thin, mainly thin. Um, 
Dennis out for Chris Wood. So that would leave me, that would give me nine doublers, which is which is quite nice. Um, but that includes Roberts at Burnley, who didn't get a game last game. So who knows if he'll start again. Uh, so, yeah, so that would give me nine doublers. And then I'd captain, um, I would captain, or maybe that's eight doublers. Anyway, I'd captain Madison, as we've said. I'm pretty set on that, I think. Two decent fixtures. Yeah, Informed. double up. Spur- Who Spurs got actually? Brighton. Oh yeah, they could they could haul there. They could yeah, haul. Brighton, Brighton. They'll be buoyed by that Arsenal win. So maybe. Yeah, maybe it'll I be mean, different. I don't know. Spurs are on fire though. Yeah, that's just wishful thinking from me. And I've got two Brighton defenders, so I'm praying, absolutely praying that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, and that's the early kickoff, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. So I'm pretty sad now. I've got two free transfers as well, which is nice. So I'll um won't be taking a hit, which is always good. Lovely always a good feeling. Very good. Okay. I think that's it, Josh. That is it. Unless you had anything else, but no, I think that's it's another pod in the bag. So yeah, thanks for listening. If you uh, if you tuned in, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, however you however you digest us, and like and subscribe if you haven't already. Check out the TikToks as well. Check you've been smashing it. Check out your Miami one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Check them out and give us a follow on there. And good luck with the game week. Yeah, may your arrows be green. May your arrows be green. Good. All right. Thanks, Josh. See you soon. Cheers, Jack. See you. Bye. Ya. bye.